You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employer's respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways, shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results. Made just for us. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip to the professional-grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girlbomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb, available at Walgreens. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Second day of December already. Yesterday was the first, already the second. Look at the clock. Whatever, count. Look at the clock. (laughs) What does the clock do? It's early. What is the clock? The clock. Oops. Look at the clock tick. Ticks. Tick. Look at the clock tick. Oh, we're we're here. Uh, good morning, Sisney. How was your night? My night was uh, great, I guess. You know. You feeling better? A lot better. I feel yeah. like I have like purged the phlegm already. COVID free. COVID free. Finally. You know, I have to say, COVID I didn't free. Wanna, finally. I didn't want to mention it, but it did cross my mind that wow, if you didn't recover from your COVID or get negative testing, you might not be a jingle ball. Oh, it was very apparent for me. Like the boss was like, yo, if you're, I need a negative test for you to come to jingle ball. I was like, I know. I, the I boss know. has never said yo to me. Does the boss actually say yo to you? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. All right. So the boss <laughs> said, yo, you need a negative test. Well, She's- I thought, okay, well, Tani's going to pinch hit or maybe, uh, I don't know, Tubbs will stand in. I don't know what was going to happen, but Tubbs. you're going to be there. Full speed, full health. Um, Tani, how was your night? My night was good. You know, we're just chilling. Two of us just chilling. Keeping it low pro this week. Tells me nothing. That's the vaguest answer I've ever heard about anyone's night in we my We did life. nothing, but can I tell you what we actually started doing, which I think is really cute? Well, that's what I asked you. What did you guys do So every night? night, well, every night before we go to bed, we watch like an, uh, our show. We watch whatever. We eat dinner. We watch our show and go to bed. And last night, we both decided to read Oh my gosh, are you oh, really? 75 Sound effect old? for that? <laughs> what did you read last night? So I read a book about Hashimoto's. You read the whole book? No, no, no. I read like two chapters. Basically and what about did he like read? What did Robbie, your boyfriend, read? That's a great question. I don't know what he read. It's a big book. It looks like it's like a thousand pages. Wow. I'll ask him what it's called. Every time I lay down to read at night, I either don't remember what I just read or I just say I'm too tired. No, we read for like a full hour. Like it was a full hour of just like reading in bed. Look how proud we are to read before we go to sleep. (laughs) Yeah, I would fall asleep within the first five minutes if I was reading for a full hour. I wouldn't make it the hour. I didn't do something that was so self-improving. I finished White Lotus episode eight and I saw the last 15 minutes. (laughs) Have you seen it? No, but you and this white lotus. Well, no, I, 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 I am committed to this. I'm going to get through it. But there's a little bit of an unexpected <laughs> moment they're saying in the last few minutes of episode eight, and I finally saw it. Because normally what happens is I watch- no, Don't tell and- us what happens. 
Well, let me... Normally what happens is I watch an episode of something before I go to sleep, and then they hook you into one more, but I only get through yeah. half of that one more before I have to go to sleep. So I have to finish the other half, and I finish the other half, and everybody's talking about it. Oh, so it was a big moment for you. He's reading City of Quartz. City of Quartz? Like C-O-U-R-T-S? Q-U-A-R-T-Z. Quartz. Ask him, what, what's that about? Um, he said, I just started, but it's about L.A., Hmm. Let's see. I think I know that book. City of Quartz is a 1990 book book of Mike Davis examining how contemporary Los Angeles has been shaped by different powerful forces in its history. It's a very popular book. The book opens with Davis visiting the ruins of the socialist community. I think I have that book. Blah, 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 about this book and I ordered it. Come on, the history of this city. It's such an empire now, but to think back to when it was just prairie. It's a fat Dirt book. Roads. Like it is literally like giant. Like I don't even want to know how many pages it is. I couldn't get through this. All right. Well, good to know everybody's here. I need feeling the cliff better. Notes. Jingle Ball's coming up tonight, so we're only hours away. We'll yeah, break that down for it. you. It is one of those seminal days, one of those big days, one of those uh benchmark days, one of those days on the calendar that we look forward to. I mean, if you think about the calendar as it relates to this job, it's like Wingo Tango, Ford giveaway. Car giveaway, Bronco giveaway, Jingle Ball, and then holiday vacation. It's kind of how I look at it. Like that's how I see the grid, right? It's a like, great there's, month. A, there's a there's a bunch of the days where you do the shows, and there's little big moments, and then there's that break. Uh, we have our Jingle Ball coming up tonight. I've decided to wear oh. a dark suit oh. and a white shirt, no turtleneck. So who okay. was it that doesn't like me? You don't like me in a turtleneck, right, Tanya? Correct. You're welcome. Thank you. I think, no, you're welcome. No, we're welcome together. We're on. We're, together. we're a team on stage. <laughs> I think you're best when your decolletage is showing. So I don't know what that is, a decolletage. It's like this part, like, and like here. It's like this part. Like this the, is a decolletage? Under, like, it's like you're your necky. You can't just say this part on the radio. Sorry. It's like under your <laughs> necky. It's like your necky and like. <laughs> My it's necky? Like the under your neck. Yeah. Under your so neck-y. I think I'm gonna wear boots like this with. The I suit. love you in a boot. Can you see them? Yeah. yeah. Respect. With a little heel. That's nice. Oh, yeah. with your <laughs> your high heel boot. A little height. <laughs> so what are you guys gonna do? You going cash? You going funk? You going comfortable? What are you doing, Sissini? You guys, I am doing all leather. Hold on, I need a sound effect probably for that. That's the only sound that's effect my, I can find. That's my leather sound effect? Well, listen, Fine. there's not a lot up there. Remember, I was asking for some more sound effects. Mm. Get to that in 23. Yeah, you think. Uh, so, so yeah. all leather, is it, I know it, it's purple. Is it purple leather? Uh, no, it's not purple, but it's more of like a, a red. Mm-hmm. Not like a... Not, not burgundy, but red. Not like a Santa Claus red. Not like a burgundy. Like a Sauvignon like, Blanc. But like a... Maybe, oh, that's white. Yeah, Sauvignon Blanc is uh, white. Like a Cabernet Sauvignon? Maybe um, it's fun. it's like a deep red. What is you? Hold on for a second, Tony. Where are you coming in with this necklatage and Sauvignon Blanc? Where are you <laughs> going to school right now? What is this? What is this language you're learning? Decolletage is like a very known thing because I've every, never heard, like I've German- known you for twenty years. You've never said decolletage, and you frankly never said Sauvignon Blanc. A, a der- dermatologist always tell you not to forget your decolletage because like people like don't put sunscreen there, and then it's like yikes. Well, what are you wearing tonight, Tanya? So uh, I still am not 100% sure. It's going to be like a game moment decision after the show. Game time call? A couple things. Yeah. All right. Probably a dress, though. So, so here's the thing. It's at the Kia Forum. If you're going to go, and we have tickets to come tonight all day, but if you're going to go, calculate Friday traffic. It's a real thing. You can take the 405. Doors open 630. Show starts 730. Get there early. But the 405 will be jammed. And mm-hmm. the Kia's a little tricky to get to, depending on where you're coming from. Have you ever taken the surface streets there, Sissini? I have. And I can I recommend the surface streets? Because let me just tell you, I have done many a trips down to the Kia Forum for many concerts, many times on a Friday night, any day of the week, truly. And you cannot predict the amount of people that are entering the freeway at all times, coming on different on-ramps and whatnot. And I just feel like you kind of get into a bottleneck situation when it comes to the 405. So I have found from my experience that surface streets is the way to go. 
problem is I doubt my Surface Street app sometimes, and I Don't, think that I'm taking yeah. down the wrong. I'm going down the wrong street, and then I'm I pan. You too. The Surface Streets is the most is the most accurate because you know that the 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 lights is just that they're not. going But the change. thing is, I'm on streets I've never seen before. Because of the rerouting, yeah. and that scares yeah. me. My anxiety, my, my heart starts to pound. Don't let it reroute you so much. Just stay to like the main boulevards. Like, don't get so wazy. No, I follow the thing. It, it don't updates. get so wazy though. Like, just sit, stay with like the main. Do don't boulevard. get so wazy. I hit the address and I follow the wazy. Sure, but yeah. like, you don't need to get into like these the nitty gritty tiny tiny. I do because if I start ad libbing the route, somehow <laughs> I'll end up on a street that's closed. But anyways, I recommend the the street. I've done. I've done both. All I know is when you see the Sizzler, you're close. That's true. When you see when Sizzler, When you see that you Sizzler, turn left, and you're like, oh. <laughs> Wait, where I do you see the Sizzler? I see Randy's Donuts. No, the where Sizzler's you, right the by Sizzler's the Forum. Right by the Forum. Turn left at the really? Sizzler. That's what I always... Yeah, when I'm at right the... right there. Left at the Sizzler. You don't see the Sizzler ever? Come on. No, I always yet. see... I always know I'm there when I see Randy's Donuts. It's a decoupage of food. <laughs> a decolletage of food. Decolletage yeah. of foods. All right, listen. So tonight, that's the deal. Get to the morning hack. Hey, check your bags. Traveling for the holidays. And I'd love to just be inside my bag to follow it to see what happens to it. I find that kind of cool, the conveyor belt system at the airport, to be honest. Oh, yeah. It's great. You ever seen behind the scenes? You ever look behind the flaps? You ever look no. down under there? Oh, it's so cool. Maybe I'm, How do you see under there? I've seen specials before. They oh, do. like. Really? I, there's a series that is like um, Secrets of Cruise Line, Secrets of Airports. I've seen those. I've seen the cruise line one. How great's the cruise line one? Yes. I thought it was the, so cool too. The cruise line one where they're talking about how the poop gets off board and the garbage <laughs> comes off where and the, the kitchen. Go? I know. It's a crazy. And it goes where you think it goes. Mm -hmm. In the ocean. Yeah. But it's mm -hmm. treated, but then it goes. Yeah. But the, how about the the volume of food they have to prepare 24-7 on the cruise? I actually find it, if anybody wants me to host a segment on TV or streamers, on the cruise ship kitchens, I'm down. It's fascinating, like the tons of food they have to get already, like ready to go, and like the crates, and like the people that have Just to come to, and check it off the list, and he has to make sure that it's all done. Think of how we have to organize and think ahead to plan our family meals for the holidays. Right. Think about how they have to plan for sea for a week or ten days with thousands or of people. Longer. Like some of these cruises are like thirty days. I just found that. I'm glad that you. I. I don't know. I'm flipping through and it's like shows for you, and all of a sudden secrets of. <laughs> I saw it too. Shows secrets for of you. the CIA. <laughs> not, secrets of the FBI. <laughs> so funny. Um. All right. So well, how do we get into this? Oh, luggage. Right. So airports. Now here's your hack. Go ahead. Okay. So this is your morning hack. I don't know if anybody else does it, or if, I don't know if I just made this up myself, but. Um, I always like to separate my dirty laundry and whatnot, and I don't like the fact that uh, these, I feel like the zippers in the front of your luggage are useless because when you check your luggage, it's like, well, I'm not going to put anything valuable up there because if anybody were to open those zippers, they can steal anything. So you know what I put up there is my dirty underwear and my dirty socks. So How do they know it's dirty? Who's they? Like, it's just for me. Like That's where is, I put my dirty clothes, too. So I put my dirty underwear, my dirty socks, and all that stuff. So if anybody wants to unzip my luggage and try to steal something, go have at some, it. That's what I'm talking about. The you're going to put the, your hand the thieves, in there. How you're going to thieves put, know it's dirty? They might think it's good you're, stuff. You're going to put your hands, then you're going to take it out, and you're going to you're gonna get a handful Ew. of dirty underwear and dirty socks, and you're so going to be like, joke's on you. Ew. You're saying, it's like, it's like oh, it's right, okay. See? I guess because it's, it's all good. balled up. See? It's good. It's good. And it separates your laundry. So when you get home, I you thought, know all your dirty stuff is in the front zippers, and then you can just... I, tell you, I my, thought we weren't allowed to have locks on our suitcases anymore. You can if it's TSA locks. Meaning uh, they can pop it open. I mean, it's not really... Right, right, right. But um, my packing looks like my dirty laundry as well. Like, you could open my front hatch and my main hatch, and it all looks crumbled up and messy anyway. That's how you I can, pack up on a, on, a, on a return trip, yeah. On a return, I'm a disaster. My suitcase uh, I, looks like all dirty clothes. Even right, clothes. Right, right. I, but like on your way there, it's like my pristine. My way there is kind of pristine, but on the way yeah. home, it's like I can't I, I can't get it in there quick enough and ball it up. I know. It's true. Um, today's quote, you should always tell people how important they are to you. Disney, you're very, you're a high priority. You guys are very important to me, too. Don't assume oh. they know. Tanya, you mean a lot to me. Thank you. So nice. And even if they do, it always feels good to hear it. Tubbs? Are you listening to this? Yeah. That's the quote of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I love Kiss love FM. You, Tubbs. <laughs> Kiss FM headlines with Sissini.
Well, Governor Gavin Newsom is hoping to pass a so-called price gouging penalty on oil companies. According to Consumer Watchdog, the five largest oil refineries quadrupled their profits through the first nine months of this year. Few details of the governor's proposal have been shared so far. However, his office says the recouped profits would be redirected back to taxpayers. Elon Musk says his Neuralink company is seeking permission to test its brain implant in people soon. Musk said his team is in the process of asking U.S. regulators to allow them to test the device. He said he thinks the company should be able to put the implant in a human brain as part of a clinical trial in about six months. And can you imagine this? Musk's Neuralink is one of the many groups working on linking brains to computers. Efforts aimed at helping treat brain disorders, overcoming brain injuries, and other applications. And the Disneyland Resort announced a ticket deal exclusively for Southern California residents. For a limited time, residents can purchase a three-day, one-park-per-day weekday ticket for $73 per person. The standard price for this ticket offer is $83 for one day, so a little bit of a deal. The tickets don't have to be used consecutively either. The tickets are currently on sale for weekday visits from January 9th through May 25th. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Would you say I'm predictable? Mm, with some yes. things, yes. With some things, no. I'm predictable because I saw this item in our notes for the show and I obsessed about this. It's a food item that we're going to do now. Okay. Uh, okay. It's about night markets in LA. You know about these, right? Honestly, I don't know much about these night markets, right. but I know that like we should dabble a little bit more if, into these. If you've gone to one, you will want to go back to them. They're like open air um, fairs with foods and other stuff too. Which is great for um, now. Post pand exactly post pandemic, yeah. the LA street food scene massive. Yeah, right and good stuff too. So I'm going to bring in Maria Vieira of L.A. Listen to what she does on TikTok. She goes and she reviews the food. I'm back at El Gato Night Market and here's all the food I got to try. I started up with some delicious garnachas. Then I got a taco de chorizo, which was so bomb. And I also tried a marquesita for the first time. And I don't care how cold it is, I'm always down for a raspado. Plus, I got to try this michi fresca, copio chata, and some beef cubire. And I'm in love with huaraches and tortas. They're so good. And of course, you can't leave without trying their potato twist. Guess what? They even have playudas. But of course, you know I must have my pupusa. And since my sweet tooth came back, I tried this Oreo funnel cake and fried Oreos. Next, I got to try this al pastor pizza and i was so excited to try the super viral pico loco and pepino loco it was so good then i enjoyed an elote preparado and some juicy barbecue ribs and to top it all off some nutella filled mini pancakes that's the job i want wow an al pastor that's pizza what what uh, yeah what is, is an al pastor pizza maria Vieira, <laughs> you, you better speak up here how are you i'm doing great ryan how is how are you it's so nice to hear your voice at normal speed tell us about the pizza well, which pizza are you talking about, Ryan? Because I've tried so much pizza. The El Pastor, wait, the El Pastor pizza. Yeah, the El Pastor the pizza that you right, mentioned. Right here. I'm back at El Gato Night Market, and here's all the food I got to try. Uh, the El Gato Night Market. Okay. Oh, I love El Gato Night Market. So, the El Pastor pizza, um, you know, I support many vendors there, and I definitely saw the El Pastor pizza, and it caught my attention. I'm a huge lover of Trompo, El Pastor, so I got there, and I told them, hey, make me this. I'm going to record it. I'm going to support you. And as soon as I took my first bite, I was just, I was in love, Ryan. I, I love food and mm. this pizza, you're going to want to eat, I don't know, the whole box. And nothing's wrong with that. <laughs> this is I mean, Maria, the fact that you are, and I are not related is strange to me because this is like all I want to do <laughs> is this kind of thing. Now, tell me, if you were to say, like, the not necessarily any order, but like the top two or three night markets, if you were to tell me what they are, could you tell me and then why? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Without okay, so a give doubt. me the best three. So, so the best three in L.A. so far, in my opinion, uh, definitely El Gato Night Market that you just mentioned right now. Um, and I love it because they have a, a diverse food lineup. Like, you can get anything from esquite, from garnitas, from uh, potato twists, from literally uh, barbecue ribs, pupusas. You can get funnel cakes. It's all there. It's a foodie. It's a foodie land. It's and that's heaven. downtown, right? Down as DTLA. Yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's in downtown LA. Um, the second one would easily be the Alameda Night Market. Um, okay. Same thing. They have amazing vendors. And I'm half Salvadorian, half Mexican. So when I see tamales, when I see pupusas, I go straight there and I wait in line. And I'm ready to eat my food. Um, and they have parking available too. So I think that's also great because a lot of people, you know, always wonder about that. 
Um, and the third one is La Chancla Night Market. Um, Where's these that? These are all in downtown LA. That's they're all they're downtown. all in downtown okay. LA. They're kind of all close to each other. Um, and another, uh, it just recently opened that night market. And I love supporting upcoming night markets because they do need the support. And they got yeah. great food. No, and it's such a fun experience. Maria Vieira of LA is famous on TikTok for talking about these night markets and reviewing the food. Um, what are the hours? How do the night markets work? If people are listening, like, wait, I've never done that, but that's a great date idea. When are they oh, yeah. open? Um, a lot of them open around 5 p.m. all the way till midnight. Um, so honestly, if you're like, you know, you're craving food past like, you know, after work or you want to take your date to like a fun date night and you guys are foodies, this is definitely the place you're going to want to go. Um, you can stay there, like I said, till midnight. So like literally you can eat maybe three or three to five course meal um, in this term. <laughs> so it's really fun. Um, and honestly, and then you're supporting with your vendors. So it's definitely a a good a good thing to do <laughs> you're a happy person aren't you maria oh yeah i mean i eat food for a living i'm grateful i support my community i support my street vendors um so why why not be happy and why not be grateful you know it's contagious it's so nice to meet you we're watching your stuff on tiktok and keep it up thanks Aww. for coming on maria vera thank you so much i appreciate you ryan nice to meet you i appreciate you too matter of fact i want to be you yeah oh we're i want to be you job. <laughs> job swap yeah Oh, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> I got your number. You take care. Bye, Maria. Oh, my Maria. gosh. So cool. That food looks incredible. Why is it that just knowing you have the opportunity to go from one truck to the next truck to one vendor to the next vendor, it's like makes me a better person. I'm trying to think of like the, the mentality of what do you do that day? Like, do you not eat the whole day and you go there on an empty stomach? No, you don't. You don't. You can't go in too hungry. Right. Okay, you can't yeah. go in too so, hungry. Otherwise, okay. you'll stuff yourself with one thing. You've got to like pace it. Because you want to get to several different vendors. <laughs> like, it's so cool. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Good morning. Jingle Ball today, well, tonight, a few hours, mm -hmm. um, presented by Capital One, will be out there. Doors open 6.30. Show starts 7.30. Get there early. Plan to leave early. 4.05, it's going to be busy. I'm looking forward to it's always I, I don't know it's always just fun to get to look out to see those of you who might be listening now, right? And put a mm -hmm. voice with your face because I can't you know you call and I can picture what you look like, but then I get to see you. Yeah, I love walking around the village and meeting a bunch of listeners and saying hi because yeah, it's exact, exactly that. It's like oh, we listen to Ryan's Roses every day. And I also like it when people remind me of the call that they made to us and what they told us because I remember them. Mm -hmm. Strangely, I can't remember a lot of things, but I remember some of the, a lot of the calls. Yeah. yeah. The specific stories of the calls. So hopefully you'll say hi later tonight when we're out there. And Always please tell me, hi. please tell me if you think I look, me specifically, I'm just taking a survey, if I look taller or shorter in person. I was <laughs> curious. I think you're taller in person. <laughs> you think I'm taller in person? Yeah. I remember thinking that when I met you. Because I you make yourself tall. sound so short. Like, as a listener of the show, you're always complaining about how short you were. So when I met you, I was like, oh, my gosh, she's taller than I thought. I've stopped that self-loathing. Yeah. I don't talk about it so much now because if you think you. I don't think you're short. That's right. I mean, Aver I'm five foot. So exactly. You're, so you're to, giant. <laughs> to you, I'm average. <laughs> All right. Let's get into this. Uh, it's officially December. Snow is coming to L.A. Sisney's got details. I know. This is really exciting. You know, I think one of the perks of living in Southern California is the fact that we don't have to shovel snow off of our driveways. Or, oh, for sure. You know, I don't, I don't, pick uh, uh, ice off of our windshields. I don't know what they do out east. Did you ever have to do that? Did you have snow in Georgia? I actually don't we know We had you did. frozen windshields. We had snow. We had ice. We had really? all of it in Georgia. Yeah. Really? Like, Not a lot, but yeah, it happened every year. Every year? Ice. Okay. Yeah. Dangerous. So I don't know. I think, you know, if we want snow, we usually drive to Big Bear and all that stuff. But now you don't really have to. So they're bringing this back. It's Parks After Dark Winter Wonderland. Snow will be coming to Los Angeles County Parks this holiday season. And it all kicks off this weekend. And I think the best part about this is that it's absolutely free. And what I love about it is that it's like 80 tons of snow. And they're going to have a bunch of stuff for like families to enjoy from like holiday treats, arts and crafts for the kids, obviously sled runs and they've really thought this all out so i have a whole list there's over 30 different parks that are um going to be doing this so i put the whole list up at kissfm.com but it kicks off this weekend so everything from 
Covina to Duarte to Compton to Whittier. I mean, this is all over L.A. I think it's just such a fun idea for a lot of families to do that. Maybe don't have the means to drive out to Big Bear. You can experience some snow for your kids. Maybe you've never even seen snow for the first time. It's beautiful to see. And when kids or dogs or pets see snow for the first time, that reaction is priceless. I think so. So growing up, snow in Atlanta. So one year we got a big snowstorm and it was Mm -hmm. a Wednesday. So we were out of school and I was with my buddies and I was working at the radio station at the time, but not really much on the air. I had done maybe some overnight shifts on the air. And the program director said, none of the DJs could get in. If I could get in, I could go on the air. And so my buddies got a pickup truck and put chains on the wheels and got me into the radio station to go on the air on a weekday. Wow. And it was like the coolest thing ever, That's talking so on the air during a snowstorm and just not it being a Saturday overnight shift. It was like, right, a, right, right. like the sun was up. That's was so, so fun. That is so exciting. I owe those boys that acknowledgement. All right. <laughs> Coming up next. Lift. Up front. <laughs> thanks for lift, bro. USC playing Utah tonight. UCLA's done for the year, waiting for their bowl game assignment. Rams hosting the Seahawks. Chargers are in Vegas to play the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And the number one rated Georgia Bulldogs playing in number 11 LSU tomorrow at 1. I'm getting together with my friends who watch the game. Cute. Cute. You're going to bring a dish? Let <laughs> me bring a dish. <laughs> oh, is it at your house? I haven't decided. I actually invited myself to my other friend's house because he's got a better setup and um he's like yeah we're in town i was like does that mean like you're excited about the game or do i just not come on he's like yeah we're in town like what does yeah we're in town mean i hate that it's not very inviting no no i'm like bro should we watch it your place like yeah we're in town oh i don't know what to say to that okay that's like that's that says yeah we're in town yeah it means he doesn't want you to come over exactly but i want him to Uber eats some Mexican food. I want the dips. I want the things. Anyway, um, Carter. No, maybe you maybe you have to be the organizer. So you say, like, I'll handle the details. We'll do it at your pad. Fair point. That's my text in the next commercial break. Carter, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you on. So your fiance missed your friend's giving, and you think she did it on purpose. Yeah, like, definitely, man. Right, why, so- what makes you think that? Yeah, so last weekend I hosted a Friendsgiving at my new place, and it's, we just moved in together, me and my fiancé. Yeah. And it was like, their significant others, um, and it was honestly like a great time. It was fun catching up, good food, good hang, like a really good time. But the issue with my fiancé is that she had to work that day and couldn't be there, which like by itself had me kind of upset. Like on the weekends, she works at Target to make some extra money, and totally support her for doing that, totally get it. She wouldn't get her shift covered to be at my friend's giving. And, and I'm pretty sure she could have. Like her friends owe her some like shifts and some favors, so it felt like she was just blowing me off. And then the real kicker was after her shift, she ended up going out with her coworkers instead of heading home. So she like completely missed my friends and like everybody I invited. She came home when I was just cleaning up all the, like the aftermath, basically. So, uh, if all that's true, you're about to marry this person and she's blowing you off? Doesn't this feel strange? It does. So, like, we, so that's the thing. So, we talked about it and hashed it out, but she just keeps, like, making up excuses. But, like, I'm the most upset I am is because I think she did this on purpose to miss my friend's giving because she, like, doesn't like my college friends and doesn't want anything to do with them. Okay. Uh, um, I get that. That might be fair, but she's not doing this on purpose because she wants to back out of the marriage, is she? I, I Well, I didn't think so. Like, like I was yeah. just talking about, like, like she doesn't like my college friends. She's blowing them yeah. off, but it's still important to me because, like, yeah. you know, at least, at least well, give it a then shot. That's like an, a, like an interesting... An I mean, the conversation of compromise may need to happen before you guys get married because if you're into that and she's not into that and it's important to you, it's a holiday that you want to spend with those people... Then she needs to, I guess, understand that in some way or work through it. But this is a red flag. A little bit. Yeah. Do you think you're in your head a little bit too much? Like it might have just been an oversight. Like I don't think. Do you think she would really go that far? But like, like she knew it was my friend's giving. She knew all my friends were there. It's our first friend's giving in our house. Like we just got engaged. We're about to get married, and she goes off to have get drunk with her friends 
instead of even like say hi to mine. You know what I mean? Well, maybe she's, you know, need to blow off steam. She's busy. She's working, whatever. But I think, Carter, it's important to you. It's important to your relationship that you guys understand what the issues are. If she doesn't like your friends, at least you'll know. And if she was overwhelmed or busy or just needed a minute, you'll know. But you got to talk through this one. Otherwise, I'm afraid that if you get married, stuff like this keeps coming up. Yeah, you need to talk it through. It and as you're been yeah, like yeah. one too many tequilas, and, and as a mistake. marriage counselor, oh, I just want to say those things, Carter. No, it's... And good luck to you. Oh my gosh! No, thank you. No, no, I think you're right, guys. We gotta like really hash it out because she just keeps making up excuses and like and like telling lies. It feels like, man. So I just gotta be point blank. Like, a, do you not like my friends? And b, do you even want to be with me? Like, this is what's gonna have to be. We gotta communicate. Oh. Okay, bro. Well, good luck. Good, good luck, luck with the ultimatum. I don't know if that's the way to say it. I don't know. Yeah, that was intense. But okay. um, or is she backing out? No, I, mean, I think she just doesn't like the college out. friends. She, she doesn't said like she doesn't college, like them. Yeah, she doesn't like the college friends. And she's then clearly she went trying out with to make a point. Friends. No, she doesn't like the college friends. And then okay. she went out with her girlfriends, and then they were drinking, and she was probably venting to them, and then they just got too drunk, and they and she made a mistake, and she needs to apologize for that, and they do need to talk about the whole college friend situation. I would postpone the wedding for a year. It doesn't need to be postponed. Just, that's what I would do. I'm just. And guess that, what? Know. The college friends are not going to be there forever. They need to figure it out. Now, I have to ask you, Sisney. You've got yeah. several kids. Is face painting a big deal at your house? <laughs> I have three kids. <laughs> to me, that's several, right? There's a couple and several. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, when we go to birthday parties and they have somebody that's painting faces, it is a big deal. Like, they want to get their faces painted. It's exciting. Mark was telling me that kids... Families will stand in line for hours to get their face painted. Yeah, and you know what I've noticed is that some people um, that are some artists that do the face painting, um, at least what I've experienced at some birthday parties, instead of doing a line, they'll get the kids. I'll be like, okay, who wants to get their face painted? They'll write numbers on all the kids, so then they don't have to wait in line. So they'll it's say, a hot okay. Commodity. So then you're, you're number one, you're number two, you're number three. It's so organized. then the kids can go can back go and play. And, and then they come back for their turn. Exactly. Yeah, they come back for their turn. So I was like, oh, that's smart. an actually smart thing to do. It's like the buzzer system at some restaurants. <laughs> exactly. When you're, and then when you're right. at the deli. <laughs> like, oh, I think they're buzzing me. Are they? Is that my pager? <laughs> I'm a hustler, baby. All right. Don Ballard Cannon of Inglewood joining us now. So Don Ballard Cannon decided to start her own hustle. She's our hometown hustler of the morning. And she basically started this paint a face LA business for face painting. Sissy, all the stuff we were just talking about. She's like got a real professional face painting, temporary tattoo, balloon art services business in LA. Yeah, and you're really good, by the way. Thank you. All right, so Don, this is the part I always want to hear. What were you doing before you did this? Uh, before I got started, I was working um, at a public library. I had been there for about 10 years or so. Um, I am still working in government, but I've since left the library. And what made you realize this is a real business? Face painting is something that can really become a company. Well, um, I had never had my face painted as a child, but I've always loved art um, and had taken art classes. Uh, had been offered an art scholarship. Um, and I just happened to be browsing YouTube and watching investing videos when um, one of the hosts mentioned face painting as a side gig. And I just kind of went down a rabbit hole of, of tutorials and found myself, you know, starting a business. <laughs> I instantly, you know, fell for it. And, and I knew it was. Can, can for people me. make requests like if there's a Rams fan or a. Bruins fan, can you do requests? Oh, absolutely. I can paint pretty much um, whatever comes to mind. I do do freehand art. And then also um, for larger events, I create stencils. I create my own custom stencils. So, yes. Oh, that's fun. Has a child ever not been happy when they've had their face painted? I don't think it's possible. <laughs> it's very, very rare. Um, sometimes, you know, uh, kids will make special requests and they kind of have an idea of what they want in mind, but they can't articulate it to you. Um, so, you know, once you try a couple of times, it, it, they're usually satisfied almost always. <laughs> Makes me happy. I'm looking at the I pictures. Know. We're checking out your uh, Instagram. Um, so you can go to paintaface.com or at paintaface.la on Instagram and check all of this out. Kids love it. Yes. So good for the holidays. And I'm also too. on TikTok. Of course you are. Of yes. course you are. 
Well, Don Ballard, Kenan, thank you so much of Inglewood for being our hometown hustler today. And keep up the good spirits and smiles and joy out there. Thank you so much for having me. Enjoy your day. Okay, bye. I'm a hustler, baby. So if you were to get your face painted, Tanya, what would you have her paint? I'd have her paint a big, giant sunshine. How about you, Sissini? I don't know. Maybe like a butterfly or something like that on my face or um, chargers, charger bolt. I would do a Neapolitan pizza. Mmm. What is that? Wait till you see my surprise. Today's National Fritters Day. Like an apple fritter. Hmm. Don't think I've ever had one. We had a lot of fritters growing up. Apple Corn fritter, apple fritter. Yeah, it was like always like the last one picked in our donut dozen box. The fritter? Oh, Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever had one of those. Pretty good. Uh, all right, so Tanya, let's do the trending report. You were saying, um, do we think that when Ben and Jen broke up the first time years ago, that one of them said, hey, I hope our paths will cross again in the future. Go ahead. So Jennifer Lopez is opening up about the meaningful three-worded message that Ben had engraved on her engagement ring, um, and it said, not going anywhere. And she explained that um, Ben would sign his emails when they started talking again don't worry, I'm not going anywhere. Which I found to be interesting that they started emailing. You know, like, why not texting? But that's a side sidebar. Um, also, I remember her engagement ring was like a green stone because the color green symbolizes Jen's lucky color. So obviously, Ben put a lot of thought and effort into this engagement ring um, and a lot of intention behind it. But I thought, I got to thinking, like, you know, a lot of people, when they break up, they say, like, I hope our paths will cross again someday. And I wonder if, like, that was the thought that they had when they broke up. Uh, I mean, who, who would know? I mean, Sisney, you were saying, and I can't remember all the detail, you were saying it was such a difficult breakup and everybody took it. I know, read a headline it, you know, this week where, where J-Lo was just like, it was the most excruciating pain. And she literally felt like I, she was going to die, like, when they yeah, first broke up. Yeah, she said up. it, like, impacted her for 18 years. But she haven't get we music all right. been through a breakup where we feel like we can't breathe? Or we yes, can't breathe again? Yes. It's a war. It's, it, I mean, again, this is childish, but it's like, why sometimes I get afraid to get into them? Because of the pain we've had in the past. Or maybe people think that, like, I hope our paths will cross again because it's, it is so painful that that's like the only way they can justify the pain. But I don't think if it's that painful, you say, I hope our paths are going to cross again. That's well, not we don't how really know that is. When, when it's that painful, I'm the opposite. I'm almost just like, I hope I don't ever see that person again. Exactly. I like, I erase from mind. Yes. Hasn't this been a recurring uh, theme uh, this week? This yes, whole... that's why I brought it up. As I thought it was like... You're really into this reconciling thing, aren't you? Yeah. And now we I'm know just... why, because you actually did it. No, I'm interested in the whole, like, I hope our paths cross someday. Because it's like, then why break up? Maybe people say it as a way to say something nice at the end, even if they don't mean it. Hmm. I mean, like, let's be clear. Uh, let's say we do this show for 100 years. But the 101th year, we're like, you know what? Go our separate paths. But I hope our paths cross again. We would say that. You'd say it more in like a business relationship, wouldn't you? Yeah. V- versus like a real deep romance. What did you say to Robbie... Tanya, or what did he say to you at the end of round one? That whole conversation was just like a blur. Like, I think it was just like, there wasn't one statement that kept the door ajar. No, I mean, there wasn't a version of that past cross again. There wasn't a version of that. No, but that's what he would tell like all of our friends and stuff. Like, I hope that, like, I hope someday, like, we get back together. So that was back channeled to you. Yeah. All right. Well, he knew what he was doing. He was saying it to you, but not to you. He back-channeled it. See, the whole back-channel thing is another program. <laughs> Southern California's very own John Stamos joining us. Hey, buddy. No. Ryan, I miss you. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. You know, we were just talking about you, and Sissini oh, wow. said, to, I said, you know, he's from Cyprus, and you guys are from Los Alamitos. Mm-hmm. All right. Sissini and, and I went to a dance together. <laughs> I was just thinking, I'm like, I get very much like Orange County vibes from you, and now yeah. it all makes sense. And I was all like, Cypress, Los Alamitos, we're neighbors. Yeah. Did you, I think I saw, I used to hang out at the racetrack there, right? The Los Alamitos racetrack? Uh, all yeah. the time. Yeah. Issue, remember? <laughs> right there, off Cerritos. My dad loved that track. 
what yeah. are what are Orange County vibes? I'm just curious to know what you identify as Orange OC it's, vibes. You can't describe it, but if you're from there, it's like I don't know what it is, but you remind me so much of like my friends. You remind me of like my friend Mark Lotman so much. Like I don't know what it is, but it's just like I get these. Like I feel like I've known you my whole life. Vibes. Cool vibes. Yeah. Yes. Where are you from, Ryan? I'm from Atlanta. Yeah, we're getting that from you too. <laughs> 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 I'm getting just excited to be in Southern California vibe. That's what I give <laughs> off. Um, hey, John, I, I have to play something here because this was brought to my attention before you came on. You've heard about this, this uh, thing with Glenn Powell and Joe Jonas. Oh, yeah. This is crazy. Everybody's everybody's like, oh, you've, you, you've heard that, right? I'm like, no, play it for me. So let me Did play they talk it. about you too? You... No, no, they don't talk about me. But they talk <laughs> no, about you. No, he didn't get the heartthrob. I didn't get that. No, I didn't get that. But I want to play for people who have Glenn, not heard it. Yeah, exactly. John Stamos is obviously... America's sweetheart, America's heartthrob, and the world's throbbing throb. The man has been making the world throb for all, not only a decade. He was throbbing in the 80s. He is now throbbing in the 90s. He was America's uncle. And then you had weird feelings for that uncle because he was so hot. He brought us a haircut. He brought us Uncle Jesse's guitar. And he brought us the fullest of house. And he's making me full house right now. I'm sorry. Got a little full in my house, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm worried about Glenn Powell. He was doing so well, too, and then now he's nuts. Yeah, Top Gun was working for him. Yeah, right? And then, boom, he was always like, he's going to be the next big star. Then he is, and now that thing. To he's. Uh, I love both of those guys. I didn't really, I, to be honest with you, I haven't heard it yet. I, I've heard about it. I was at Disneyland, I think, probably. And Glenn said, hey, we're doing this thing, Joe Jonas. And could you send me a video? And I was sort of walking around Disneyland doing a video bit for them. And uh, I guess it didn't go there. But Glenn and I were, he was on, uh, we were on Scream Queens together. And we had these yeah. great, oh. weird shower seat. We, we were both in a shower, separate shower. And, you know, I'm, I'm close to 60 now, you know. I, I mean, it was a few years ago. But, you know, I'm working out every day. Push-ups. And I show up, you know, stay up. They look pretty good, man. You know, stand next to this guy. And I look like a Pee Wee Herman or something. He's, you know, with this butt, you know. But it was fun. I right, listen, John Stamos. We've known each other a long time. Two. I, I, we met. Or we, we knew each other. But I used to have an office in this Warner Brothers building, and he, you were, you were doing the radio show there, and I would, I would get, we would get in an elevator, and Ryan would be like, "Hey, John, I got an idea. Let's do this show. I got an idea for a show. How about on script? How about like Kardashian?" Remember? I'm like, "Oh God, I gotta ride through this guy out of the elevator for another seven floors." Uh -huh. And look uh -huh. at you now. Look it's at true. You. That's funny. I had to annoy to get to get somewhere. No, no, no regret. So listen, John, Makes we got sense. season two of Big Shot now streaming yep. on Disney Plus. This now we're just talking about it. She's obsessed. It's good for. It's a family show, right? It's a it's a family series. I love it. It's so great. Oh, it has such a good message every episode. I literally cry every time. Oh, thank you. It's. Uh, I'm proud of the show. It's you know it's in its DNA. It is pro women, and I love that. Obviously, so yes. we get to do female forward stories you know mm -hmm. i'm the only you know male on the show it's all me and a bunch of great women so i'm proud of the show and i think it is a good message and it's good for families i'm a family guy ryan you know i know yeah. you are i know stuff. you are i hear so many things about what a wonderful family man and father you are you know, so season two is on me. disney plus um yeah. You yeah. know, I I love you, John. It's great to see you every I love time you, too. you come through. Thank let's you. uh let's do some out in the in the wild at some point. All right, Get together. Yeah, John Stamos. Take care, brother. I'll see you soon. God bless you guys. Thank you. Bye. Happy holidays. Bye bye. Happy holidays. John Stamos. I could just listen and look. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the combination really works. He's the it? best. Tonight is Jingle Ball. Are you going? If you're not, I do have tickets coming up, and we've got them all day. I got tickets this hour up front. And we've got them all day. 1-800-520-1027. Keep the number handy. The Weekend Watch List. Just watch. Come on. What are you watching? So I'm watching two things. Thanks for asking. I'm watching The New Crown on Netflix. And I'm watching White Lotus on HBO Max. But it only drops once a week. Very difficult. Hard. <laughs> I bet that's painful. It's kind of frustrating. Yeah, I'm letting mine build up. Yeah, yeah, that's what know, we were going to start last night. We were going to start it, White Lotus too. In I've only seen I've only seen like the first ten minutes of the first episode of White Lotus too. So I'm like, mm, I'm in hindsight, these shows that drop weekly, I'm probably going to stop and wait till they're all there before I start them again. Yeah, yeah, that's the move. You know, we never ask our engineer Tubbs, "What are you watching?" Oh, Tubbsies. Uh, actually, watching a show 1899. 
Is that the Yellowstone creator? No. I'm not sure. But it's about like a a missing ship. It's kind of of sci-fi. I I like it. It's kind of like Lost. Do you have a basement? A basement? No. Hmm. He has a basement. I tried it. It was very sci-fi for me. (laughs) Picture tubs in a basement watching these shows about ships and stuff. Mm -hmm. Cool. 1923 or 1899? What was 1899. it? 1899. 1899. 1899. What was the 1923 is the Yellowstone prequel. 1899 is something I don't know what it is. <laughs> but don't you picture tubs in a basement with a koozie and a beer? All right. No, you you mix tubs out to seem like he's like a like a wilderness man, and he's like not. How's uh, like, he's I, kind of wildernessy. He likes hiking. No. That doesn't sound wildernessy at all to be in a basement with a beer. With a koozie? <laughs> yeah, koozie's not wildernessy. That's just like spring uh, break. All right, Sissany, what are you watching? Okay, wow. Yeah, wow. Um, well, uh, I'm watching uh, The Swimmers. It's on, well, it's, I've already watched it because it's a movie. But you guys should all watch this movie. It's really good. It's called The Swimmers, and it's on Netflix. And it's about two Syrian sisters who flee the war in Syria. Wow. And it's based on a true story, so you can look them up. And they oh. actually swim across the Mediterranean Sea to Greece and survive. And it's crazy because one of them ends up going off to the Olympics in Rio. And they, she actually competed for the refugee team. It was the first year that the Olympics actually had a refugee team in the Olympics. And it was in Rio. And it's crazy. I don't even know how they shot this, Ryan, because they show Rio in the movie and so i'm like i'm trying to be like were they there in real like how do they shoot this and so it's it's kind of just crazy the movie is phenomenal like i was okay. blown away um so you should absolutely put this on your watch list it's called the swimmers isn't it amazing when you hear a story like that not only did they flee and cross the mediterranean then one goes to the olympics in rio to swim it's yeah it's, inc- it's incredible it's just like it's so moving. Human life, human yeah. experience, like real life stories are just so compelling and never cease to amaze. It opens your eyes and it and it really just puts stuff in perspective and it like, oh, I was like bawling and I was like, then I'm like looking stuff up, uh, you know, and then you know, I'm just like, it's just, it's really, really good. Educate yourself. Watch this movie. All right. So that's the swimmers on Netflix. Tanya, what are you watching? So this show came out right before Thanksgiving and I saw it on my Hulu page. It's Welcome to Chippendales. And it's basically the story behind the Chippendales that we know, you know, like the the male show Chippendales. Really? Yeah. yeah and everybody's everybody's talking about it. Everybody's been like posting about it. And like the the main actor in the show, I don't know how to say his name, but I've had like the biggest crush on him forever. So I'm like very excited about this show. Welcome to Chippendales. That's on Hulu. Yeah. His right. name's Kumail Nanjani. Do you know who he is? Yeah. Yeah. Kumail Nanjani. Yeah. 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 I just say his yeah. name a bunch of He's times in a commercial. Yeah. Yeah. He's I used to have the biggest crush on him. Mm-hmm. He's great. Um, okay. Ruby, what are you watching? Uh, Pepsi, Where's My Jet on Netflix. Like, dude, where's my car? <laughs> yeah. Pepsi, so, where's my jet, brah? Do you remember the Pepsi points that you could, like, collect? Yeah. And we, could you win a jet? Well, this guy really tried to win the jet. He tried to collect 7 million Pepsi points. Was the grand prize you win a jet if you get 7 million Pepsi points? Basically, they created this ad, right? It, it went um, live on TV, and the, he saw the the commercial, and he's like, oh, my God, 7 million points for this jet, this, like, fighter jet. I don't even know if it was a fighter jet. This big jet. Right. right. Um, and so he's like, there's no disclaimer, Right. Saying it's not like it's it's a it's a joke or something like that. So he really thought it was legit, and he uh, teamed up with this other guy to collect seven million Pepsi points to try to get the jet. It was like this whole thing. It really it was, and it's, it's a four part documentary on that. Yes. Wow. <laughs> and it's not slow. The beginning no. is a little slow, but it's so interesting because I, I like, watched all four. It's really, really good, and you cannot believe that this actually happened. And I can't believe there's a the lot of twists and turns. Produced. Yes, the way they edited it too was like so good. Like the 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 way it's like put together was like really, really visually like appealing. So. Right, Pepsi, where's my jet? That's on Netflix. Uh, sometimes I can't find this stuff. I don't know what populating uh, algorithm I have. <laughs> But sometimes I have trouble finding the stuff you guys tell me to find, but I'll find it. 
Uh, JoJo on the radio joining us. JoJo and I will have a chance to uh, see each other tonight. Seacrest, I, I I look forward to these moments. It's gonna be a, it's gonna we're gonna embrace. We're gonna we're gonna chat. It's gonna what be are you lovely. gonna wear? What are you gonna wear? You always wear something cool. No, you you. Thanks for being nice, but I've had some wardrobe disasters at Jingle no, Balls of the past. Look, I always think you look like you're the right. I don't know the right you. The There's right you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What there, that there means. we go. Now we're getting. There's a photo of me that still haunts me, and it's a picture of me. I think I it's know. me with Sissony and Miley Cyrus. Yes, Miley Cyrus. They, and you know, when you buy a shirt for Jingle Ball, you think oh, this is going to look so good. Then you, then you look, at, you look back at it, and it was like it looked like I should have been on like Star Trek, like Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I know I, which one, but it's also what I was wearing too. Joe, I was wearing like I was wearing like, all black, but it was I had like this weird ruffle thing that was coming out of my waist. So I like also kind of like looked like I could be in Star Trek. But I really like <laughs> complimented your weird shirt, and so I think it like well, it all gosh, just kind of they just worked. pulled it up for me. Yeah, that was Star Trekky. <laughs> It's so terrible. I mean, now, here's the thing, though, Judge. I heard that you sent a picture of uh, David Beckham to your barber. Yeah, well, I have a, my, my my hairstylist barber. I get well. I guess she's a stylist. Um, do you ever do that? Do you ever send pictures oh of God. not just necessarily a celebrity, me? but like uh, just a person? Like, do my hair like this? No, by the way, the I, if if you go to my Google history, I have search. If you, I'll have uh, search images of male fades, and I clip a bunch. Of, I do like six of them, and I clip my send them to Jason who cuts my hair. It, well, okay, uh, yeah, I do the same thing. So I sent him a pic, sent her a pic of David Beckham the other day. I want to. I mean, my hair has been just chaos. I mean, just I'm trying to look presentable tonight, and I have a feeling no matter what I do, it's, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna. Can have you a Star show Trek me moment. what it looks like now? He's got a hat on. He's got an Ellie Dodger hat on. You're gonna everyone cut it. Wait, this. that long hair is gonna go to Beckham style. <laughs> we'll we'll see. I mean, it's gonna be. Probably... Everyone does this. I bring a picture of J Lo to my hairstylist, and I'm like, make me look like her. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to just send David Beckham to whoever can make me look like him. Right, right. Okay, here's David Beckham. Trainer. What do I need to do? I don't yeah. care if it's a doctor. If a doctor's listening and you can make me look like David Beckham, yeah. I'm in. Like the girl that's doing my makeup today. I bring him to I will of do Jayla. surgery like, to look like Beckham. Look like Jennifer Stay Lopez, please. Oh, man. T Rat and Sis and, and Secret. You guys all, I mean, I don't know if, it, if, you, if, if you end up looking like you want to look, but you guys always <laughs> look so spectacular. And I look like a dang train wreck. I mean, and no, maybe it's part of my personality. I don't know, but it's well, just... Well, here's the moment to identify it, recognize it, and change the issue. Right now, you got plenty of time. Well, okay. Well, uh, you know, I'm, after we get off the air here, you know, You're I'm going to run up. She, she lives two houses down. I'm going to walk to her and, and that, get my haircut. That's, so that's we're literally kinda... chopping convenient. all your hair off this morning? Like the morning this of morning. Jingle Ball, you're chopping your hair off. Like this is this the morning. decision we're making. I this... love it. Yes. <laughs> right now. I mean, you're I'm, like I'm not with the bride out. trend that Tanya was talking about this week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. scary. What, what, is, what is is that? Should I give me a, what? What do I need to know? So basically, me... the bride like goes, they do the ceremony, like the ceremony of their wedding with like their one hair, like their long hair, and then they chop their hair off short for the reception. For the reception. <laughs> what? You're that the sounds... bride. You're the bride. You're the bride of Jingle Ball. <laughs> you're the bride well, of Jingle Ball. Jojo, the bride well of Jingle Ball. <laughs> um, I, listen, we, we got to run, but Jojo, you know, weekdays three to seven, he's got, uh, he's hosting K-pop with Jojo Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. He's host of the IR Radio Countdown Sunday night at eight. Tickets to Knott's Mary Farm this weekend on KISS. We'll see you in a few hours, bro. Look forward to the chop. Yeah. Put my hat back on. All right. Before and after, later. please. Love that guy. <laughs> Can't wait to see him. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Ryan's Rose is Monday. We'll see you tonight for our Jingle Ball presented by Capital One. Please say hi. I'm Ryan. That's Sisney. That's Tanya. Hello. Say hi. Bye, guys. Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye. Except for y'all, I'll see you in a few hours. Well, I'll be here till 11. <laughs> and then Sisney until 11. So it's a fake goodbye. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again Monday.